Hi everyone, this is Deborah Marie Rodriguez with Deborah Marie Rodriguez Podcast and I'm back again and I am with here with you guys with part three of A Harlot's Tale. So in part three, this is going to be titled um, A Harlot's Tale Part Three and this is going to be Race to Freedom. So I'm going to be talking about my the journey of my life, where I came from where I started from. I've already told you guys that. Now I'm going to really discuss breaking that habit when it came to that and really walking into the freedom that I needed to walk in and to, um, that I needed to walk into to get to the next chapter of my life. So I talked about how as someone who experienced this, I kind of grew up with a lot of uh, just trust, trust issues, trust issues, trust issues, and to be honest, it carried it carried on with me uh, for years, and it's still something that will uh, pop up, and that's that's the hardest thing when it comes to going experiencing so much, like experiencing so much stuff in your life, and then it's almost like you have to intervene you know you have to you have to break those parts off of yourself because you have those trust issues and they 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 it comes with you it stays with you and if you don't break those parts of yourself off it's going to stay there and it's going to kind of torture you and haunt you you know so my race to freedom the race to freedom that i want to talk about and all of my messages are like dual messages you know when you hear my podcast there's always a hidden message you'll hear them by my life and then you'll hear uh something else or something deeper within the message so this was me trying to get to a point where i accepted hey this was my past god is coming in to try to love me he wants to love me he wants to treat you know give me things that I haven't had. He wants to give me love. He wants to heal me, you know? And my brokenness, believe it or not, made it very difficult for God to heal me. You know, it's like God's coming in and saying, hey, I want to bless you. I want to, I want you to be able to live and not have to worry about anything else. You know, I, I talked about that in part two. Like, as if somebody's coming into your life and they're giving you all this stuff and you're not used to this stuff, so you kind of try, you kind of uh, mess up or you kind of try to self-sabotage what somebody else is doing because of this, this trust, you know, this trust that you have. And it's not that you don't want it. It's just you're, you're, you're not used to that type of... You're not used to that type of treatment, you know? You're not used to that type of treatment. And... Um, when I think about this, I think about how God wants to, how God wants to come in and heal us. You know, he wants to come in and heal us. He wants to come in and show us love, but it's very, it's very hard for us to, to be receptive to that. And I think about, I always think about an abused animal. And when I see an abused animal, I see how they act. I see how they hide, that they don't want to be touched. If you rub them a certain place, they'll bite, they'll scratch. And some of some animals that were abused, they still have the tendency to kind of scratch. Or when you let's say when you um, try to love them, they 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 give you a hard time. You know, I remember years ago I was 19, and uh, this the the manager of the apartment building 
had cats, you know, so she lived in the apartment building and she gave she gave me asked me did I want a cat at that time. It was, you know, you know, ten about ten years ago at, at this point. And um, I went over there and I saw the little ones running around, they were related, and I saw this specific one that was playing with the light. And this specific cat was playing with the light. And when I picked this cat up, it scratched me. It scratched me in my neck. Like, it just gave me a big scratch. And I said, you know, I want this one. <laughs> After it scratched me, literally, I literally was so happy. And I said, I want this one. This is the one I want. And I saw it playing with the light. And that, that cat actually was very special in my life. Uh, I named it Angel. Uh, it was very uh, a, a very little special cat. You know, it would... Uh, warn and, and do and, and help me out in many situations you know when she didn't get it when she didn't get her uh, food on time she would run across my face like she would wake me up at five in the morning if there was no food in her bowl she would run across my face and r literally run one side and she would run across the other side until I woke up like we argue all the time because I said you can't do that you can't be waking me up when you don't get what you want so she she reminded me a lot of myself at that specific time like my personality it was like dealing with my own person little personality but she was like a, a you know like this uh little lion you know i named her angel simba that's what i named her uh angel simba rodriguez that's what i named her so she had this little quality these qualities that was very like just like feisty you know, very feisty. She had these qualities. So, yeah, if she didn't, if she didn't um, like something, she would jump down and you would hear her. You know, she, it was just, that's the way she was. Very, like, very bold, you know. And that's, the, I, I think I told you guys the story of the guy that I was, she saw the guy was like a distraction. And she would be under the, while me and the guy were, you know, having sex, she would be under the blanket scratching the guy's feet. Uh, it was so it was so crazy you know she was trying to warn me like she she didn't like the guy <laughs> and uh thank god you know <laughs> i i'm not saying it but there were but there were people that would come over and she really liked them she would go and and you know cuddle by them or she knew if they was having a a bad day the guy didn't like her either they would fight all they would fight all the time so her personality she had not been abused uh she, I don't, she, well, the, the, the owner, the owner of the, uh, the cats, she actually did used to hit the cat. So I'm not going to say that she probably was abused over there. Cause that, that lady would throw the cat. She would like hit the cats on their head. She would like take their heads and like rub them in together. Yeah. So she was, she was like that with the cat. So that's probably why the cats end up, <laughs> you know, being like that. One of the cats over there, they named it Hitler because it would sit on, it would climb on top of the curtain and stay there, and it would look at people, literally, like, <laughs> so, you gotta really train your animals to, <laughs> to add, to be, you know, to tame them, so, yeah, uh, yeah, it, it was crazy, but I look at, I look at these abused cats, now since I'm saying it, how, or these abused animals, you know, dogs, cats, and how they act when you try to love them, or when you're trying to, you're actually trying to help them, and they don't trust you. You understand because they've been abused by another another owner um, in the past, and they don't. They give you a very hard time. And I look at that, and I think of how it was for me. 
you know, <laughs> of how someone is trying to love you and you just got so much pain, so much pain. And it's like, it's like, you want, you, you, it's like, it's like you want to let that person love you, but you're afraid, you know, like you're afraid. Like I've had men who was afraid for me to love them. Like, and I was just like, oh my God, like, I'm not going to keep doing this. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I'll keep coming back. But then it's like, cause I know that they, that they, I know what they're dealing with. You know, I know they have a trust issue or they have an insecurity, but it's like, man, I'm not going to keep doing this. You know, like if you go, if you're going to have to make up your mind, what you go, cause it, cause it, it's like, you feel that way. You start to feel like, oh my gosh, they don't want me around or they don't want to do this. So it, it makes it harder on you. You know, you start to be insecure uh, when that person is going through that. So um, that's what I think about. I think about how God is trying to heal us and he's trying to love us. But we have this, um, it's like an abused animal, you know. And then all of a sudden you notice when that animal gets comfortable with you, all of a sudden, you're they're cuddling. They're they're uh, they're cuddling on you. You know, Angel. She was so like she was very feisty little cat. But she would when I would cry, she would come up to my eyelashes and she would lick my eyelashes. She would like tell me like it's okay. Like she would she would come up to my face and she would she would lick my she would lick my eyelash i ain't never seen an animal that did that either and she would go she would lick them like and i really i really know she was an angel like i really believe she was in that, that time in my life but she would lick she would come every time i would be i would just be crying because you know god would show me things and she would she would climb on my bed bed and lick my like lick my tears you know like clean like it's okay and clean my face like very very close little cat you know and um, I had to leave her in front of, you know, her and little Samson in front of Walmart because I ended up, you know, losing my, uh, I had to move, you know, I had to move from a place and I was living in a hotel, you know, homeless. It was just a lot of stuff going on, so I couldn't take them with me, but she was such a, uh, she was such a beautiful little, little animal, you know, precious little pet. And, uh, yeah, it, I mean, I, I learn a lot from animals. I see a lot from animals. But, um, what do I want to say? Uh, that's how it is. That's how it is. So, with my, with my, um, my race to escape, it was to escape my old identity. You know, escape this harder mentality that I had of always running and always being in, in one place, always, you know, putting something for, for, for God. And I remember telling you guys, there was a situation where I was talking to this guy, you know, it was an ex-boyfriend who came back and um, God told me to fast that day. You know, every on Christmas, I, for the, for the past, literally probably 10 years, for like Christmas, I would be alone. Like I, I was alone. I'm going to say, like, I'm not going to say, like, nah, I think one Christmas I was somewhere else with a family, if I was living with a family, but, um, I was kind of, I would spend, like, solitude, like, I didn't have, uh, usually I spent Christmas, like, alone, like, I didn't, you know, I wasn't in a relationship, 
I wasn't I didn't get invited to anyone's house, you know, nothing like that. So I was kind of like I was kind of like by myself most of the time after that like the past like 9 years on and so I was kind of like really by myself, you know. Um and I just spent it in my alone time. So during that time, uh God told me, to, you know, that day to just fast. So I, I decided to go on a 24-hour fast. And uh, I mean, that was just me giving my giving that day to God. And I remember telling the guy uh you know, well, no, I told the mom because I was like, I'm, I think I posted like going on the fast or whatever. I don't know what I said. Or Merry Christmas, I won't be available. I don't know what I said. Maybe I did. I don't even think I said anything. This is just how funny how the enemy worked, but I don't think I even said anything. I just went on the fast. And then his mom texts me, the guy's mom, and she's like, hey, we're going to come over. He's home, you know. Uh, we're going to come see you. So they both came and I was like oh my god I'm supposed to be fasting but keep in mind I haven't seen this guy in three months and uh, I really missed him a lot I didn't see the guy in three months you know like didn't see him <laughs> and I'm literally like you know waiting on him to come back but even at that time I found out that he was had a whole other relationship and I found out you know so it's like he wasn't even really thinking about me anyway. So he comes and, you know, I was still kind of angry or whatever. Long story short, we, you know, did whatever. And um, it wasn't, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like anything like that was just, you know, like just, oh, I miss you and da-da-da. Because it was because I was upset at the guy. So it, it was like I was very, you know, I didn't really enjoy anything. So, the next day as I was getting in the shower, um, I, you know, I had hickeys all over me. Like, I had hickeys on my neck, on my wrist. Um, like, it was all over. I had hickeys. Like, I don't even know. I don't even remember kissing a guy. <laughs> so, yeah, I had hickeys, like, all over my body. You know, like, they was all on my neck, on my uh and I, I like hickeys. I've had hickeys before. They just unprofessional when you're trying to go to work, you know, and people see that they don't look good. It don't look good at all <laughs> when you working. But hickeys and marriage is good. <laughs> you know, not not uh you know, yeah. So I've been embarrassed with some as well. Um so yeah, no. But anyway, I had them I had them all on my um like all right here, all on my neck. And, um, you know, I was in my, I, I, got, I had just got out of the shower and I was like, oh my God, look at all of this stuff. So they was, it was all on me and the guy left and, you know, him and his mom left and, um, I was in bed feeling so bad. Like I was laying in bed and I was like, and I just sighed and I said, God, that day I said, God, I would not put another guy above you again. I said, if you tell me to let it go, if you tell me not to go, and I, you want me to, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, if I'm in the fast, and you tell, and somebody texts me, like, I'm not going. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm not, and I was like, I'm not putting another guy above you again. That was when I made the decision, because keep in mind, look at Israel, we're talking about Israel, how they were, was whoring around, you know, doing whatever. 
the harlot, that's that's the that was what was going on. Idol, idolatry. Every time a person came in my life, it was like, you know, uh, something else. So I said, God, I would not put another guy above you again in that moment. And I'm sitting here feeling so dirty. You know, like I just had sex and I showered, but I still was feeling so dirty. And I just laid in bed and I was like, I'm, you know, I'm not going to do this again. You know, and yeah, that day I cut out, yeah, I cut out the guy. And keep in mind before, before he came back that Christmas Eve, it was Christmas Eve, God told me that that wasn't my husband. That's something else. God had actually, because I was, keep in mind, I was holding on to this guy. Like, I was, like, thinking this guy was the one for me. And uh, I'm holding, I'm waiting for him to come back. You know, I'm thinking, like, oh, this is going to be the guy, you know, for me. Um, and God, it was hard because God told me, this is not the one. That I have another husband. I have a husband for you, and this is not him. And I had already let him go. Uh before he even came. So can you imagine like I'm like, oh yeah, this is definitely not my husband. I know that for sure. So yeah, I'm I'm already I already let you go. I already I've already accepted that you're not the one. You know, so I was I was trying to run toward who got my new identity in Christ. That's what I was trying to run toward. I was trying to run toward who God saw me as and I was still trying to figure that out. I was still trying to figure it out. I was like, okay, well, is this new me gonna going to still be able to do what I was doing? Is this new me going to still have a personality? Is this new me still gonna be able to be happy? I mean, that new me that I was running toward was always me. I was just caught up in my pain. You know, I was consumed in my pain and my pain was just a lot louder at that time than the actual me that was hidden underneath that. You know, so I was covered in insecurity, covered in makeup, uh, covered in an image, um, and I and I was hiding beneath that little person who actually needed to come out. So as I began to let God break me down, like really prune me and prune that anger and pain and sadness and loneliness and all that, the real me started to kind of shine through, and that's why I talk about in that in my book, uh, Love is Spiritual in. Uh, it's available on Amazon. I talk about this because this is who, this is what God took me through. You know, I had to go through this, this journey of accepting that, Hey, I am, I, I have pain. I'm, I'm, I'm in pain right now. This is not, I don't want to act like this. I don't want to be like this. I'm in pain. I'm hurt. Like I am, I have trust issues. You know, I've been abused, I've been misused, I've been sold, I've been bargained. So it's like, when I meet you or when I see something good, it's not that you're not good for me, it's not that I don't think that you're good for me, it's because I guess I, ha I haven't been shown that I can trust. You know what I mean? I, I haven't been shown that I can, I can trust. And similar when I talked about in part one, how God came in and showed me that I can trust him, you know? He showed me that, you know, no, I really love you. Like, this is not a game. I, I really love you. You know how you, you, you meet somebody and they like, look, this is not a game. I know I've been playing around with everybody else, but it's like, I really love you. And when you see somebody that play around with a bunch of people, you don't really, you think they're going to play around with you too. Because they, they have a placeholder or they got a, 
they're playing around with a bunch of people. They're occupied. They're always occupied with somebody. So it's like, how can you, if you're always occupied with somebody, or you're always occupied with something, how can you be faithful to me if you're always occupied with something? And you know, that's that's what that's how God was looking at me. You're always in you always gotta have something you're doing. You never have time for me. And so the Lord was jealous of that. You know, he was jealous over me when it came to our time, our time that we spent, our time. Like, when are you gonna give me time? When are you gonna give me time? You know? So I needed to, in that time, I needed to clear out everything. So I started taking off the exterior. I started everything that I, you know, I remember, I mean, it was cute. I'm not saying it's nothing wrong with like Pearson's blonde hair. It's nothing wrong with that. But I had to completely, I, I dyed my hair from blonde, I dyed it black. I took out all my Pearson's, no, uh, uh, no, uh, what is it, nose ring, everything. I completely, it completely, the only thing I think I was able to keep was that cart, was that thing that was on my, the piercing that was up on my ear at the time. Everything else had to go. And everything stripped, it was like everything stripped out. My clothes changed. I threw out clothes, got new clothes, threw out shoes, got new shoes. My whole, everything changed completely, you know? And, I needed to go through that process because I, you know, I was I wore lashes all the time. I stopped wearing lashes. I was just wearing a uh, mascara, you know. Or if I wore lashes that was real like light, but they weren't like no, no big because I would wear the big dramatic ones, not like that's all the way on your face. But mine, you could you would see like my it would have my eyes pop, you know. Makeup was always done. So yeah, I, I stopped that. So um, I'm trying to think. I think I even stopped getting my nails. Cause I would get little, I think I was, no, I was still getting my nails, but I was get. I would get like, when I would get my nails done before, I would always have a design or something. Like it was always dramatic, uh, not long, but just, it was always something. So I, I kind of, everything just changed. Everything just changed, you know, it just changed. And, uh, that was a pro that was my process. That was my process of, of, um, of God, um, you know, God uh, transforming me and get sh getting ready to, to prune me and shape me into who he was calling me to be. And just because he was calling me to, to preach or whatever, that didn't mean that I had to be boring. That didn't mean that I had to be... Uh, that didn't mean that I wasn't sexy. It didn't mean that I was boring. You know, it, it didn't mean any of that. It didn't mean any of that. Yes, it was about portraying a specific lifestyle. Yes. So, you know, yeah, people will look at me now and say, okay, well, she's this, but look what she's doing. Or look at, look at this. Or she's this, or look what she's doing. This is something I've always been doing. I've always been in modeling and, and beauty and, and campaign. I, I've always did that type of stuff. Y'all, people just don't know that type of stuff. They don't know. I've gotten... Uh, I've always been asked to be in fashion shows and mo go model for stuff, you know, being in cosmetology, doing makeup, and that was something that I was always into. Um, but nobody just really knew. Nobody really knew. So I knew that I would. I, I knew I was going to be on magazines. 
you know, actually, I'm talking about swimsuit magazines where I'm like, I, I'm having bikinis on and stuff. I, I knew that I would eventually do that still as, as in my, you know, as in, I'm in ministry, I'm doing ministry, but I knew that God was, uh, even music, music. I knew that God would use me. He was going to use me to glorify him with my, with my gifts, but he was also going to allow me to do uh, dance and all that other stuff, entertainment. You understand? It wasn't going to be to seduce or, or push people to lust or anything like that. Like for the the fitness, like the fitness magazine, that was going to be more health and fitness. You know, it wasn't going to be like, oh, um, you know, and, and even if it was that, there was something, there was going to be, God was going to use it uh, as for something else. So a lot of people look at like, you know, makeup and beauty as being the devil, you know, or this or that, and it's, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's a lot of vanity in that in that industry, but sometimes God puts he 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 allows you to 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 still run your giftings, you know, run your giftings. So I was always into modeling, and um, you know, I watched America's Next Top Model all this. So I've always watched that, but I was always into fashion and all this stuff. People just don't know, you know, they don't they don't know, uh, and a lot of people don't know that I actually directed my own shoots most of my shoots I've directed myself uh, and people don't even know that you know um, so this is something that I've the little world that I've been in I've been in you guys just see you see this I do a lot of stuff and I I, I get that when be, me being that I do many things it can be very frustrating because they're like oh, what does she do she does this and then she does this and she does this too, and then she does this too, and then she does this too, and then she does this too. Like, I'm confused, you know? And because people don't know, people don't think that people can do multiple, that they can do multiple things, or they can do multiple uh, tasks. So people might say, well, she just, you just need to just stick to one thing. Well, no, I have many gifts and talents. It's like me having 10 talents, and I sit on all 10 of them. Or somebody else has one, and I might have 10. That doesn't make me better than the other person, but I have to use all those 10 to the best of my ability that he wants me to do. So, racing to my, you know, my freedom and my new identity consisted of me letting go of my old life. That was very important. I knew I couldn't take in this old life. I knew I couldn't take that into my new walk with God. Like, it wasn't going to work for me. It was going to give me a hard time. It was like yanking one person left and right. It was going to give me a hard time. So I knew that I couldn't take that old life, and so I had to destroy that old life. And I let go of the opportunities, you know, the, the fame, the all of this different stuff. Um, and any opportunity that was going to excel me into something, I let it go. And I trusted what God was doing in my life. I didn't say, oh, you know, oh, Lord, are you going to give it back? Yeah, I wanted to be like, is, am I going to get my life back? Like, what's going to happen next? Am I going to get my life back? And you know what? I didn't want that life back. I wanted I wanted to really walk in God's will for my life. And you know what's funny? He just ended up restoring everything back. You know, when I told you guys, uh, I told y'all in Singles and Celibacy how God was like, you know, you're going to... Like, you're going to meet somebody in art. 
And to be honest, at first when he told when, when that prophet told me that, I was like arts. Like I'm not even I'm I don't even think I'm supposed to be going back into arts. Y'all see what I'm saying? I'm like arts, like okay, so I'm gonna be in the arts. And you know, someone else told me something about uh performing arts so i was like okay god so it is your will for me to be in the performing arts it is your will to be um for me to be in, in the arts like you you're gonna give me this back you're gonna put connect me with people who do this type of stuff so obviously this is where you want me to be so so okay so that's your will for my life so i'm like okay if that's what your will for my life then then yes so because I didn't do it for a while. That's a, that's a thing. Like I, you know, yeah, I had my little studio and I had it, but I really wasn't trying to focus on performing and going that route because I wanted to make sure that that I was going in the direction that God wanted me to go. You know, that's how I knew I was submitted to the Lord because I kept on asking for his will. Every time I would get an opportunity, I would say, God, is this your will? Every time somebody would... Uh, you know, tell me about an opportunity or something. I was like, God, do you want me to do this? Or do, or is it time? And I watch him, I watch him bring every single thing, every single thing that I thought he took away, I watched him bring it back. I watched him bring it back. Every single thing that I thought he took away, I watched him bring it back in this season. Like, I, I literally, every single thing that I thought that I wouldn't do again, I'm doing it. Every single thing. Like, I, some, I was prophesied that I was going to do music. I, I did music years ago. Like, I, I was saying, and I had this tattoo, and people would say, are you a musician? And you know what I would say? I would say, no, I'm not a musician. I just dance. That's what I would say. I was a musician. I would sit there and listen to beats and just, I would listen to the songs and I wouldn't listen to the, the really, the, the people, I would hear the beat. And I would just sit there and I was so interested in the back of the, the song. And I would sit there and analyze the back of the song and I would be so amazed. I'm like, cause I'm, you know, me as a choreographer, I'm like, I'm hearing the beat. And I would have big headphones on just riding the bus up and down. And I would just listen to those beats. That's why I'm attracted to the beats of the, of the song. So yeah, this is what I was doing. But it was hidden because I, it wasn't time for me to walk in that purpose. So what I'm saying is, race into your freedom. You're, you're, you're in this situation. God is saying, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna free you. I'm going to free you. I'm going to give you another opportunity to walk into something new I'm going to give you an opportunity to walk into something new I'm going to give you an opportunity to uh, I'm going to heal you and I want you to be able to walk into something new so that I can bless you and now you're coming from this this old mentality you know you're coming from this old lifestyle whatever your lifestyle is and you are coming into something new so you have to think about it you can hold on to that old lifestyle and try to do the new life too but it's not going to work like you have to completely destroy and tarnish that old thing and that was what was so hard for me because I felt like oh I can leave, I can hold on to this deal and no and that was the death that I had to take because it was going to re recreate 
I this is this like me saying, okay, Lord, I'm giving you whatever I got. I'm giving you my old life. I'm letting it go. You're allowing God to come in at that point. You're letting go of your control. You're submitting at that point. You're completely. I'm talking about. You're submitting, submitting, submitting is letting. You're letting go of your control. You're letting go of the control that you would normally have to follow another way. That's what submission is. You're. You have control. You know that you can have control over a situation, but you're deciding to let that go. That's what submission is. So I was complete. This is how I knew I was completely submitted to God because I was willing. To, to let go of everything that I had to follow his purpose for my life, trusting that he was going to bring back, bring together his perfect will for my life. Not saying he going to bring it back, everything that I had before, but trusting that he would bring a, the perfect plan for my life back. And what happened is everything that, that, I, that I ended or that I stopped, I ended up getting it back greater. And I didn't even think he, I didn't even think it was going to, I didn't even think he was going to let me do it again. I didn't even think he was going to say, okay, now pick this up again. I didn't even think he was going to say, pick it up again. And it just ended up happening for me like that. So it's like I trusted him and I trusted him to give, to, 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 to lead me, lead me, lead me. Like when you get, you get married, you're going to be trusting your husband to lead you in the direction that you need to go. First off, in order to trust somebody to lead you, you have to submit to them. Meaning you got to let go of your control. Letting go of your control is hard, okay? It's like, no, I want to eat this today. But yeah, but this is around the corner. I want to eat this today. This is what I want to eat. Y'all be hearing me? I want to eat this, this, this. And yeah, as pregnancy craves, it's different. Because you, you want what you want at when you want it. You know what I mean? But, you know, he might say, well, let's do this today. It's, you know, it's healthier. And I'm like, uh. And then eventually I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's just go ahead. I, I'll just eat that today. Because he might say, let's eat this healthier choice. Because, you know, I know that you want to eat this, but that's not good. Like, I, you know, you, 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 let's say, you know, he's like, it's almost time for you to give birth. <laughs> This is just an example. And I want to do something. He's like, you know what? No, I know that you want to eat that right now, but not right now. Like, wait until this. So I'm like, you know what? Okay, I'll go ahead and wait. Or he might say something. I was like, okay, you know what? I'll go ahead and wait. So this is me letting go of my control to follow something else. That's letting go of my control. Letting go of my control. Can you let go of your control to submit? And let a person lead. If you, a person cannot lead you if you don't let go of your control first. If you don't let go of your control, a person can't lead you. They're not going to be able to lead you if you don't let go of your control. So it's very important that you let go of your control so that you can allow somebody else to lead you. That's really important. That's really important. Letting go of your old life is going to be a very important thing right now for some of y'all. For all y'all. You're trying to have a change and you want a new life. You got to get out of your old life. You got to get out of that. You got to completely let go of uh, the old life. 
you have to you have to let that go. It's very important because what's gonna happen is it's gonna clash and it's gonna destroy both. You think, oh, you know what? I can hang on to this. No, it's gonna give both. You're gonna have problems in both areas. You gotta let one of them go so that you can really completely move into the other one. And a lot of you, this is what God is showing me. Some of you guys are running. You're running from letting go of the past. It's like you want to hold on to the past because you're scared to try something new. You're scared. You think, you know what? You some of y'all think, even when it comes to relationships. You're scared because it's like the other person you really don't you don't know if they're gonna leave you. Like you don't know if you're gonna get with them and they just gonna like break your heart or like tell you, you know, leave you or they don't want you. Like that's why you're scared. You know, you're scared. And it's not gonna happen like that. You gotta jump in with two feet. If this is if this is what like it's like a career. If this is what you wanna do jump in with everything and trust you gotta trust you gotta have faith hey you know what i'm jumping in i know this like this if it's a new relationship new relationships i'm gonna be honest new like meeting someone new it's very it's it's um it's scary it can be very scary because you're like you know what what if this person just talks to me for one day and like they don't love me <laughs> like and it just be a whole mess like what if they you know so you're thinking the worst but that's not good to think the worst. You got to go in thinking healthy. You know, you want to be positive about the situation. And like, you know what? Okay, this is a new experience. This is a new guy. Uh, you know, yeah, he's, he's, he has, uh, he's very different from the other guy. Uh, you know, like, I'm just going to be myself. And then if I be myself, like, is he going to accept me if I be myself? Like, this is what all y'all be talking about. Or, you know, I, he doesn't know, he doesn't know this about me. Like, I think he know this about me, but I don't know if he know this about me. So, like, should I tell him? That, this is all the stuff that's going through, through your head when it comes to this new, because you're nervous about this new relationship. You're nervous about starting this new thing or, uh, you're nervous. You know, let's say you're getting ready to propose to somebody and you're scared because you don't know if they're going to say yes or you're, you don't know if they're going to say no, you know. You don't know. You're like, you know what? Are they gonna say yes? Are they gonna say no? Most men get very uh, nervous when they get ready to propose to a woman, and most of the time, that woman is is um, is gonna say yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look at me laughing. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna be like this. <laughs> now I'm probably be crying. I can already. You know what? I'm gonna be honest with y'all. If I get, like, I can already feel, you know how you feel in the spirit? Like, you just feel it, and you about to get ready to start crying already. Like, yeah, it ain't even happened yet. You're just about to be crying. It's like, you feel the anticipation. And then if you run into, like, it's like you run it. You know when you really care about somebody is because you, you pick, like, you are so, you know, like, you feel that you might, can potentially might run into the person and you just gonna you gonna start crying the moment you run into that person. <laughs> That's how you know you care about somebody when you gonna just start crying. Like you feel like you're gonna be like you see that person, you just gonna be, you just gonna break down. <laughs> they ain't gonna even talk yet. You just gonna ah, you know so uh anyway it's something else. But uh I don't know. <laughs> Y'all be like she she full of crap. <laughs> 
full of crap. But um, what I was gonna say, um, yeah, yes, you have to be ready. Y'all gotta be ready. You gotta be ready because you gotta give give up that old mentality. You know, of always running around. Always, I gotta. I'm gonna look. I'm speaking to myself here. I I'm speaking to myself because I'm y'all gonna see me. I don't know if I'm gonna do a podcast on it, but y'all gonna see me uh, probably online. I don't know. I'm probably not gonna say nothing because uh, I didn't. I didn't got it. I didn't feel in love, and I'm over here ah, always. I'm just crying because I'm all happy and stuff. That's probably what y'all, y'all probably gonna just see me crying because I'm, y'all, every post gonna probably be me crying. <laughs> That's gonna be this next season for me. I'm just gonna be, every post is just gonna be me. I'm gonna post just me crying. I ain't gonna even say nothing no more. It's just gonna be me crying, me crying about something. <laughs> but in a good way, not a bad way. Just something new, I'm crying. Oh, you know, I can't believe this happened. I'm crying something else happened. That's probably gonna be my post in the next few months. Me crying, okay? So me crying, happy, is actually because I I I I haven't been really happy, like genuinely happy. I'm no like happy in a relationship. Is what I'm saying. In a long time, it's been like me me having to fight. You know, me having to fight. Me having to, uh, you know, me having to fight and. And just, just a bunch of stuff. Just a bunch of stuff. Having to always, having to always fight a guy, and you know, get him to get him to, you know, act right and all that stuff. It, it, it was always something. So for the first time, <laughs> y'all probably gonna see me actually. A mess, as I should be, crying, <laughs> crying, 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 crying. Not even gonna be able to have no trust issues because I'm gonna be crying. You know what I mean? Just crying because everything I thought, I'm thinking this person gonna be like everybody else and they wasn't. You know? So run towards your freedom, race towards your freedom. Don't just walk, run, get there. Let go of what's in the past and move forward to, to receive what's what's new for you. Because a lot of you guys, you can't you can't receive what's new for you because you're still in your past and you don't want to let go of that past. So let you have to let that go so that you can move forward. Okay. All right. Well, I love you guys, and I'm gonna talk to you guys in part four. Make sure to check out part four. Leave me voicemails and. Ask me some questions, you guys. Also, check out the poll. I, I put a check out if I put polls uh, so you guys can answer the polls. Check out the polls. Go ahead and interact uh, with that um, on the podcast. Alrighty. All right. Well, I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Alrighty. Bye bye.